Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up, giving you the Hollywood and media biz news to know on Wednesday, January 13th, 2021, where YouTube has now joined Facebook and Instagram in shutting down Trump's channel there until inauguration. Although the real question is becoming uh, what happens on January 21st, but otherwise a pretty busy day in Hollywood. So let's get to it. As you likely saw in your social feeds yesterday, Netflix gave its own response of sorts to uh, Warner Media's move to premiere all Warner Brothers films on HBO Max this year, announcing that they'll be dropping a new movie on the service every week this year. And they also released kind of a sizzle reel with uh, some of the big ones, putting the link to that in the episode notes if you didn't see it. But there's going to be over 50 English language movies, 10 foreign films, and 8 animated movies released on the service in 2021. Over at the aforementioned HBO Max, the uh, upcoming biopic of Black Panther Fred Hampton called Judas and the Black Messiah is going to have its virtual premiere at Sundance on February 1st. It hits theaters and HBO Max on February 12th. They also put out a new trailer for that one. The link is in the notes to this podcast episode, as always, and bigger picture at HBO Max. If you're curious for more details on the uh, payment agreements that Warner Brothers is striking with talent to compensate them for releasing their movies on HBO Max this year, Bloomberg reported a few more details this week. It's a bit detailed, so I'm uh, just going to put the link in the notes area for this podcast episode for anybody interested. Chris Pratt's next movie, The Tomorrow War, that currently has a July 23rd release date from Paramount and Skydance, is now being shopped to streaming services as Paramount continues to sell off a good deal of its 2021 release slate. And as of last night, Amazon had put in a bid for $200 million, according to Variety and Deadline. So your Prime membership fees are being put to solid use. Also, the rumblings around town that MGM is going to move the James Bond movie No Time to Die are uh, starting to crest, or at least in the trades. So you can expect something on that soon. That one's still slated for early April, but uh, is likely going to the fall. And Joe Jonas is doing a movie at Sony, the Korean War film Devotion, according to Deadline. Thomas Sadowski from John Wick, Jonathan Majors from Defy Bloods, and Christina Jackson from The Good Fight are co-starring. That one centers on Navy fighter pilots during the war and what happens when one of them is shot down behind enemy lines. That's going to shoot next month in Georgia. Over in the TV set... The last Tyler Perry series on OWN, The Have and the Have Nots, uh, won't have anything at all after May. The show's current eighth season is going to be its last. It was one of OWN's most popular series during the 2010s, averaging about 3 million viewers an episode. According to Deadline, Perry, of course, now has a huge deal over at Viacom CBS. The Batman TV series at HBO Max has a new leader, Joe Barton. He recently did a Netflix show called Girl Haji and replaces Terrence Winter, who uh, left the project due to creative differences. The show is being designed as a companion piece to the movie that is currently in production with Matt Reeves directing and Robert Pattinson as Batman. And uh, not a great start to the year for TV ratings, starting with Jimmy Fallon, who got the smallest audience ever for The Tonight Show on Monday, with just 950,000 viewers. Colbert had over 2 million, and Kimmel had 1.7 million. And while ratings for all the late-night TV shows have taken a hit during the pandemic, uh, not cracking a million is definitely a new low. But it seems like people were just not watching TV in general on Monday or at least in Nielsen households, uh, as Monday's college football championship was the lowest rated of the modern era, hitting 18.7 million viewers across the three ESPN networks that it aired on. The previous low was 21.5 million back in 2005, according to The Wrap. 
And over at the NFL, the Super Wild Card Weekend, or whatever they were calling it, the uh, news wasn't much better, as ratings were down 18% versus the games last year in the same time slots. That Nickelodeon simulcast of uh, CBS's Sunday game was a success, though, getting over 2 million viewers there. But the simulcasts of ABC's game across the Disney Kingdom on Freeform and ESPN2 were uh, less successful, with audiences of 67,000 and 92,000 respectively. And one final note here in sports TV, sportscaster Rich Eisen is getting his own uh, hour-long talk show on Epix uh, for some reason. He already hosts the Rich Eisen show on Peacock for three hours every day, but he's now going to have one more hour each week on Epix for six weeks of a show called The Eisen Hour. Uh, I get it. Where he will also sit down with personalities from sports and entertainment, just hopefully different ones from his Peacock show. That one premieres on January 23rd. And over in the media biz... Univision is launching their own fast streaming service, or a free ad-supported television streaming service. They're jumping into the fray with uh, Tubi, Pluto, Zumo, and others, although with a Spanish-language programming offering. That's according to Axios. The service will be called Prende TV, which, uh, as you all know from your Spanish 2 high school class, means turn on. That one's going to have 30 different Spanish-language channels at launch sometime in the next month or two. One of the first big virtual streaming cable TV bundles, DirecTV Now, which was rebranded to the much catchier AT&T TV Now name, is now uh, over. AT&T had very high hopes for DirecTV Now back in 2016, basically seeing it as the future for the DirecTV brand, which at the time AT&T had just bought two years earlier for $48 billion plus billions more in debt. And while it had early success in attracting subscribers, hitting almost 2 million in 2018, there was uh, basically no profit margin left given the prices they were charging, which were as low as 35 bucks a month at launch. Plus, competitors like Hulu Live TV and YouTube TV joined the fray, and then AT&T kind of hung it out to dry, basically bleeding hundreds of thousands of subscribers each quarter since 2019. So rest in peace, DirecTV Now, or uh, AT&T TV Now. And bigger picture here in 2021, AT&T is actively looking to sell a majority of its stake in DirecTV overall, but has yet to discover many interested buyers in a satellite TV system with no broadband capability in the year 2021. And whenever most of us return to airports this year, uh, CNN is not going to be there. They're shutting down the CNN airport network at the end of March, according to Variety. No word on what might take its place on all of those screens in 58 different U.S. airports. All right, whatever's on your iPhone. In today's programming notes, ABC has the premiere of Call Your Mother with uh, Kira Sedgwick at 9.30 p.m. That's right after a new episode of The Connors. And The Price is Right is back in primetime on CBS as well. Over on the cable, Full Frontal with Samantha Bee returns for a sixth season tonight on TBS at 10.30. And the NHL season starts with a triple header on NBCSN. The first face-off is at 5.30. And if you want to hear 42 minutes of Alec Baldwin doing Trump one last time, he's voicing an audiobook out today, written by Kurt Anderson called Hasta la Vista, America, which imagines a Trump farewell speech slash State of the Union 2021 address that might have been. You can buy that for a buck. The direct link is in the notes area to this episode. Just hit that details button below the title of the episode in your app. And we'll finish up today with a new song from Zara Larson called I Don't Want to Talk About Love. Always a good call in a pandemic. The Spotify link is in the episode notes. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. I don't